Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Turn it up. It's your life. The mixtape. I'm Greg Howard Jr., podcaster, TikToker, public nuisance. Each week, I invite a special guest to talk about their life through the songs that had an impact on them. A bit of a warning, uh, there may be some cussing, so if that's not your thing, feel free to skip that part. Um, Also, we may get into some heavy subjects, so if that's not your thing either, you can skip those parts too. But uh, don't skip too much because we talk about some really great songs in this episode. Welcome to the second series of Your Life, the Mixtape. Uh, we are bigger, we're better, we're a little more musically inclined this time. Um, and to kind of kick things off, I have my first guest from across the pond. Um, he's been somebody that I have stalked on Instagram for the better part of five years, I think. Um, please welcome to the show, my favorite Brit, Andy is here. Hi, buddy. Hi. It's good. It's wonderful to be here. Yes. Um, just for the kids at home, uh, what, what time is it where you are? Oh, God. It's, um, it's 20 to 3 in the afternoon. All right. And where, for the Americans listening to this, where I am currently, it is, uh, 20 minutes until nine in the morning. Um, Yeah. So big music fan, Andy? Yeah. When would I love music? Lots of different kinds of music. Yeah. Yeah. Let's kick this off. What is your favorite song right now? It's a song called Transparent Soul by Willow Smith. Because um, basically I was a giant emo. So like, pop punk is getting some weird revival at the minute and Willow Smith is on board that train and I'm kind of fully on board with her. So yeah, um, she brought out an album last year and one of the singles was Transparent Soul and I'm just kind of obsessed with it at the minute. I'm a bit late to the party, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. This is a judgment free zone. So yeah. So let's let's go back in time a little bit. Um, what is the first song that you remember hearing? Um, so my mum used to listen to uh, music in the car all the time. 
And so the first song I ever remember hearing is The Power of Love by Jennifer Rush, which is an okay. ethereal car ride, I guess. Like, <laughs> um, the car was powered by power ballads, apparently. And um, yeah, a lot of power ballads and Madonna. So right. I, yeah, Anna, but she's the reason why I am how I am. <laughs> Uh, we never got uh, Jennifer Rush over here. Uh, for us, The Power of Love, the one that everybody knows is Celine Dion's version. That's oh, right. Okay. There's so many. There's just too many powers of fucking love. Like, um, yeah. there's, yeah, I thought you were going to say Frankie goes to Hollywood or something. <laughs> because that's another one. She loves that as well. Just power ballads. So, yeah. I like that. Mm. What is the song that always makes you cry? You like a good cry as a former emo kid? Oh God, yeah, it's a hobby. It's my favorite pastime, just crying about life. It's very difficult at the minute as well. So, you know, I'm on theme. Um, yeah, uh, I'd say there's a singer called Amanda Palmer and I'm kind of obsessed with her and she's American, but like, She's kind of niche-ish, so I don't know if people have ever heard of her, but she's written a song called The Bed Song, and it sounds really simple, but it is beautiful. It's like a narrative-driven story, and the story that's told is just absolutely gut-wrenching and heartbreaking and beautiful, and I don't listen to it because it makes me very sad. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's just... that's fair. I am, I am yeah. familiar with uh, some of her music. Perfect. Uh, what, what is a song that's just absolutely terrible, but you love it? Like, what's your guilty pleasure song? I don't have guilt, so <laughs> I just <laughs> I just listen to any old shit. So um, at the minute, it's that A B C D E F U song. Do you know it? Yeah, it's, it's like it's oh god, it, I know it's I know it's awful, but I love it so much. It's just really good to sing. And when I'm drunk, fuck it. Yeah, it's great. But I, I'm fully aware that it might be a bit shit. It's, I mean, I, I, it's it's one of the top trending songs on TikTok right now. Um, so that's usually that's usually a pretty good indicator of how oh, good. Oh, cool. Well, I mean, it can be, even if it's terrible, at least I'm trending, I guess. There you go. Yeah. What is the best song to sing in the shower? <laughs> the same song. <laughs> <laughs> just that again. Yeah, fuck it. Like, it's just really good to sing out loud. It's got one of those, chor like, even if the verses are just rubbish, like, it, the chorus of it is so catchy at the minute. And I, I, I don't sing in the shower much because it's terrible. But if I did, it'd be that. All right. What song best summarizes what love is? It's a song called Animal by Kesha. Uh, not, that, not that a lot of people would um, take her first two albums as like inspiration for love. But um, yeah, it, on her first album, there was a song called Animal and I just really like the lyrics. Of, it's kind of, it sums up how I feel 
about me with my partner because if it kind of puts into words that a relationship isn't really meant to be static it's meant to be evolving all the time and moving and it's meant to be exciting and like even just the opening line she says um I am in love with what we are not what we should be and that's kind of like a mantra of my life kind of like I kind of love what I am and I don't really care about like there's, there's so much pressure on everything and it's just one of those songs where I kind of just love it because it puts into words something that I feel strongly about. Right on. This is, I believe this is the first time that Kesha has been mentioned on the show. So well done I'm for that. Bring in the culture. Yeah. Um, on the flip side of uh, that question, what is the best song about a breakup? It's a song called Mean by Pink. And uh, I love it. Um, she has... Pink is one of those artists where I just love the way she describes things because it's so personable. Like, it's just, it's either funny or she's really good at, especially with breakups or negative feelings, she's so good at uh, summing them up quite well. And Mean is a song I've put on my ex. It's more just a retrospective of how you were trapped and you kind of, falling off the rails and you can't help it but it's more asking the question of how did we actually get so mean to each other and where did it go wrong and that to me sums up my last breakup it's just a kind of sadness at the massive waste of time kind of like you feel sad because of the time you spent and you don't understand like there used to be your life and then you're kind of questioning like when did we actually start being horrible to each other? Like everything's just dismantled. And I think that song is, the way she sings it, is just a really good way of summing that up, kind of, and explaining it. That's, that's a fantastic choice. I like that. Mm. I like that song too. Oh, it's so good. Love it. What is a song that you once loved? Um, but you've listened to it recently and you realize that it's just complete shit. I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Fair. I, That's I, I, I was listening to it and it just made me cringe. Like, it's so catchy. It's still, like, objectively, it's a really good song, but it's just the verses ruin it for me. And I just, I understand, obviously, like, when it first came out, it was meant to be this rebellious axe and it's meant to be something. But now things are kind of different. And looking at it through the lens of today, it's kind of like, well, I kind of just, it, it would be, you are just how you are. And it's not really re a rebellious act. It's not something that you should keep under wraps or like, it, it isn't gossip. So um, I just kind of, I, I love Katy Perry, like aggressively love Katy Perry, but that song is just garbage to me. I don't like it. It's horry. It's, I mean, Katy Perry's good for like a problematic bop. That's, I'll, I'll get for I that. I love my problematic queen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? So my favorite film is Kill Bill Volume 1. Um, I'm obsessed with Tarantino, even though that may become problematic in the near future. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a song called Green Hornet, 
on the Kill Bill 1 soundtrack and it's by Al Hirt and I am obsessed with it because it's just jazz. It's like this obnoxious trumpet and it's just, it sums up the film. It's chaotic. It's just fantastic. I listen to it and it makes me feel so happy because I remember the moment it plays in the film and it's just a really good song. It's just mental and I love it. Um, that would be my favorite. I like that. I, yeah. I also like that song. So you're, you're, you're doing yeah, good. I'll let, you, I'll let you have it. Yeah, it's when she's landing the plane in Japan, like the plane's landing in Japan. And it's just like this through thing. And uh, uh, it's so good that you just see him in the car. And I'm just, I'm obsessed with that film so much. Um, it's just a really good song. And the way it's filmed just goes with the song. And the fact you can kind of tailor a movie to go with such a chaotic song, it just blows my mind. I love it. What television show has the best theme song? Like, the golden girls because i'm a giant gay so <laughs> like i i was trying to think of theme songs but it always just goes back to the golden girls and obviously now it feels very apt so you know shout out to just oh i love it i just love it so much it was one of those shows that i caught quite late and i watched it i think when i was single and depressed and I honestly it pulled me out of it it's so good it's just so funny and I, I love it and that theme the second the theme song comes on I'm just like ah oh, love that is um that is the most popular answer to this question is the yes. golden girl theme song it's because it's iconic what is the song that you just absolutely have to dance to whenever it comes on? It's called Planetary Gur by My Chemical Romance because I'm a giant emo and it's just really happy. <laughs> so like, it's really happy for like an emo song, I guess, but I can't dance because I'm very white. So like, it's a good song to jump up and down to and that would be dancing for me, like that's advanced. So. I'd say planetary go, it's just really upbeat and happy and kind of just a celebra celebration of life. Kind of just saying, get with my vibe, I'll leave. And I kind of like that. It's an <laughs> attitude, it's the mood, you know. What is the song that means the most to you? Not, not necessarily because of the song itself, but like maybe because of like the memories you have attached to it. Uh, it's kind of deep and I didn't know whether I should put it because I, I might change the tone but I have a lot of mental health and um, when I was uh, when I broke up with my last boyfriend I was very 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 low and I think that's all I'll say but um, like years later uh, Billie Eilish released um, everything I wanted and every single line put into how I was feeling and I remember that I just cried listening to it because it's just, it's kind of just, it sums up something so perfectly of being so low. And the last two lines of the song, she repeats them, but it's just, it summed everything up. And it means an incredible amount to me because even though the song came out after, I'd say it would be a soundtrack of everything that I went through. So I kind of place it back in the past because it it it's just a lot. 
it, it, it kind of means a lot because it puts into words feeling so low and so down and it isn't really a happy feeling but it means a lot kind of so yeah that's I like that Gun to your head, um, what is the song that you could sing every word to and not fuck up? A, B, C, D, E, F, U. Because <laughs> I just listen to it all the fucking time. It's so shit. It's so bad. But I've listened to it so much. Like, we don't have guns here. So if someone had a knife to me, I guess, you know, it's crime everywhere. Like... Yeah, yeah. If there was a gun to my head, I'd just belt that one out, and hopefully, I'd just repel them anyway because it's terrible. So, yeah, that. <laughs> I am creative. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the song that reminds you of home? Um, it's uh, Bat Out of Hell by Meatloaf because <laughs> my mum listens to Meatloaf all the time and the car was powered by very gay things but then my mum in person is like Black Sabbath, Pink Floyd, Meatloaf, like you know just sweet like glam rock, god knows, like my mum listens to all of that so like I remember Meatloaf being on forever because every song's like 20 minutes so like <laughs> You know, it's just one of those where I'd come home and it'd be like still in track like number two of however <laughs> many there are on the album. It's not that I don't like them, they're just very long. But um I know every word's about of hell against my will, and it just reminds me of home and it makes me happy. Fantastic answer. Fantastic answer. I may have to yeah. have your mom on this show. God, no. What is the sexiest song. It's called Sex Metal Barbie. <laughs> and it's by In This Moment. And they're a metal band. And it is just really, really sexy and hot. And it's like, because I'm kind of, I've always lived a very alternative life. Like metal music to me, it's just, I would have sex to it all day long. And uh that song is just a really good song on one of my favorite metalish rock albums so i'd say sex metal barbie if you want to if you ever want to have sex to some like metally all right yeah what is the song that you most relate to um happier than ever by billy eilish it's very recent discovery, but when her album came out, once again, um, singers just put word, things into words I can't. It takes me years to process things. So, you know, it's one of those songs where it's kind of split. So like the beginning, it's very much, I get it. And then the end, I completely get it. And it was one of those things where I just wanted to kind of be nice. And I was always being nice about someone. And then I realized I don't really owe them nice. So it was just a case of letting go and falling in love with this um, idea that I can kind of just vent and not like them. Like, you're not obligated to like everyone. So 
it, I relate to it a lot because it's me just finally going, oh, fuck it. I actually don't like you. Like after so long and it's so liberating to just say, I can't actually stand you. Uh, like they're not even in my life anymore. They're far removed from it. But it's just to turn around and say to myself, to kind of the person who was there before, just, oh, fuck you. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I like that. Full disclosure, um, I, until about a year ago, thought that uh, Billie Eilish was British. Oh, really? Yeah, and until um, until I heard her like actually speak, um, I just assumed that that she was from England. Um, I. Uh, I knew she was from America because she wore like really baggy trousers and looked American. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So that's Billie Eilish. Like, I'm obsessed with her. Just everything she does. She's like an old soul and a new soul. And just her, her music is insane. And the fact she writes so many own songs, like the lyrics are just gorgeous, funny, heartbreaking, weird. Just create. I love the creativity coming off that woman. Love it. What is the song that defined your generation? Um, it's Skater Boy by Avril fucking Bean. Like, <laughs> the, the, uh, like, uh, uh, as a millennial, like, um, I, I feel like Skater Boy just every day. I, I can't explain how obsessed with that album I was when it came out. And I can't believe she invented ties with shirts <laughs> and vests. Like, I can't believe she invented music. You know, it's just one of those silly teenage things that you look back in retrospect, like it's fine. But it, it my God, like everyone I knew, I know, like, obviously I'm alternative, so people have resonate with different music but everyone in my circle knew of skater boy and it was a cultural revolution that song still goes hard i don't care oh, what anybody God. says yes objectively what is the greatest song ever written the greatest song ever written is leeds united by amanda palmer because I love Amanda Palmer, but it's, um, she's one of those people that you'll love or you'll hate, uh, like as in the voice. And it's a song where her voice is just another instrument and you can, it's really, you can feel that the vibe of the song. It's just absurd, surreal. It's just loud. It's a celebration of being loud. And to me, whenever I put it on, it's just, I, I just love it. It makes me so happy. It's just a glorious noise. And it's not about even how well you sing it. It's just everything coming together, every instrument, every bit of vocal coming together and just creating this pile of music that's just joyous and celebratory. And it's just nonsensical and objectively, definitely, to me, it's the, the best thing I've ever heard and I'm just obsessed with it to this day I love it okay um without saying the a b c d e f u song uh <laughs> what, what is the what is the song that you've listened to the most it's 
That is not an answer anymore. <laughs> I thought three was enough. Um, yeah, it's it's called The Louvre and by Lord, and it's on my favourite album of all time, Melodrama, and it is a masterpiece. And um, I've listened to it most because it there's just something about it. Like, you just have to... I think people just have to listen to it I will suggest the entire album. Every track is fantastic, but there's something about the Louvre that just sends me to another plane of existence. It's fantastic. It's ethereal, beautiful, kind of heartbreaking and sad. I can't place it. It's just a lot of feelings going on at once and just the Louvre by Lord. Yes. It's um, in... In the U.S., um, people kind of compare uh, Dolly Parton and Elvira as like two sides of the same coin. And mm. for me, Billie Eilish and Lord are the same way. Oh, yeah. Completely kind of like, like the light and dark. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Lord is one of my favorite singers. Um, just she. God. Similar to Billie Eilish, I guess, as well. Like, it's just, it's the way she writes songs. It's the metaphors. It's the, the just everything. The way she structures songs is somewhat unconventional. And it, God, it, the talent, just talent. I love it. She's, I get a very, like, um, Fiona Apple vibe from Lord. Yeah, my partner is obsessed with Fiona Apple and I played him Lord and he is obsessed with Lord as well. But he got me, he actually bought me melodrama um, because at the time I had a really shit car and it only had a CD player. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So he bought me melodrama and it was just cheap, but it's probably the best gift I've ever received. I'd listened to the album a hundred times, but to just have a physical copy of it, it, it's just my favorite album ever. It, it's just gorgeous. I love it so much. What is the worst song that you've ever heard, Andy? Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. That, that is the correct answer. Yes. Thank you. It, <laughs> trash, just trash, rapey trash. Yeah. Just, I don't like it. Uh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I remember when it came out and everyone was just like, yeah, it's shit, but they sing to it, they download it, they buy it. I'm like, why are you contributing to this mess? It's just, it made me feel like, I think it maybe like a bit of it was because I don't, obviously I'm not sexually attracted to women. So objectively looking at it from an outside point of view, like every time I saw the music video or listened to the song, it made my skin crawl. It just made me really deeply uncomfortable. So I can't imagine how women felt about it, but the fact that that could be seen as some lighthearted song, um, not exactly completely bleeding hearts liberal, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> it 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 sounds like sexual assault. So I just don't listen to it pretty much. What is your theme song? Do it with a rock star by Amanda Palmer. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just great. It's about getting drunk and maybe not being able to hold your drink. But um it's just about chilling, being drunk, having a good time. And, you know, you probably have all these excuses to go home, but why go home when you could do it with a rock star and stay with me and vibe and have a good time. And 
you know, I might be sick, but it'd be great. You know, <laughs> it'd be just fun. It's just, yeah, I wish it could, I wish, I'm very boring generally, but like, I wish it could be the theme song. I wish my life was so fantastical, you know? The thing I love about Amanda Palmer is her life's very eccentric and fantastical and she does so much with her life, but I've seen her live so many times and you end up meeting her. She's just another person and I haven't had that with anyone else. And I just want to emulate her life and just, but with my own kind of, I want, she inspires me. So that would be the theme song for my life. What is the song that you always put on a playlist? It's called King of the Clouds by Panic at the Disco. And fantastic song. That is a fantastic song. Oh my God, somebody knows it. It's, it's the best song. A lot of people think I smoke a lot of weed as well. So it's kind of apt, I guess. But um, I just, I put it on every playlist because it's a bop. It's just such a fucking bop. It's so good. And it's just, Ah, oh, I just love singing it. I love how it sounds. It's just fantastic. I love the first verse, the lyrics of the first verse. It's relatable about how I want the world to just go away. But it's, oh, it's just great. And it makes its way onto every single playlist. It doesn't matter if it's a Katy Perry playlist or a metal <laughs> playlist. It's just, it's it's there because it's not, very, it's not a very long song and my ears just need it. Just again. So, mm. you have died. So um, it is. <laughs> and you are at the gates of heaven. And yeah. before you can go through the gates of heaven, they are going to make a mixtape of your life. What yeah. is the song that opens that mixtape? Anything But Ordinary by Avril Lavigne. Because I've tried not to pick the same artists, but it seems a lot of songs that mean things generally are by the same. But yeah, anything but ordinary. Since the album came out in the uh, like years ago, it's just about a bring it on attitude. I'm obsessed with it. It's just a cute song, and it sounds like a song that is a eulogy. <laughs> There's something really like I don't know why I've just translated it as like they will play this at my funeral. And it'll be played in a montage because I obviously clearly imagine my own death a lot. And I'm just like, how would that go? So I put Avril, I'm forcing people to play Avril Lavigne because they'll probably not like her then as well. So it's <laughs> just, yeah, I'll make them suffer for a few more minutes. Bye. I mean, it's like, your yeah. Exactly. It's that or it's Slipknot, people equal shit. And I don't think that would go down well. <laughs> I mean, well, it might. I'd be dead. I wouldn't fucking know. But yeah, yeah but I'll stick with Avril Lavigne, you know. But yeah, that. So we have come to the end of the episode, sir. And uh, before I let you go, uh, if there is anything that you would like to plug or if perhaps you'd like to drop your social media handles for the kids at home to give you a follow, you are more than welcome to do so. Sure. I mean, I've been meaning to publish a book for the last 25 years, but um, so if that was out, I'd plug that. But 
Andy should be writing is my Instagram and it's apt. So please follow, please. I, I upload um, inappropriate memes and like, yeah, really inappropriate memes, uh, nihilistic humor, you know, I've got it all. Um, I mostly upload pictures of things I acquire because I consume media. So it's just games, dumb selfies, and references to like random BDSM, which I think is really funny because my mom has this. So yeah, why not? Andy should be writing. Yes, please, please follow Andy. Um, you know, uh, he's one of my favorite people on on the Instagram. Uh, good for for two. Um, yeah, it's a lot that. <laughs> I have never laughed at you. I have always laughed with you. My my hero, my follower. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, for um taking time out of your day to be here, uh, with us, um, and share your musical taste with the entire world. Um, know. you know, anytime you wanna wanna come back to any of the shows, uh, you are more than welcome, my friend. I will, and I'll sing that awful song to you. <laughs> Your Life the Mixtape is a Dollop of Trollop production in association with Spring Break 83 Productions and the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network.